welcome back to the mandatory of course one of the biggest boxers just got another victory canelo alvarez brian which brings us to the question what is next for canelo yeah um we saw what he did to john Ryder. we talked about it in the preview how we thought that this fight was gonna go and uh yeah canelo alvarez moves on gets another victory um wants the dimitri bivol rematch you know <clears throat> there are other guys who want to fight him david benavidez and we're going to talk about a couple of these names here in terms of options right david benavidez to me who is the wbc interim champion super middleweight now that is the best fight you could make right now for canelo alvarez or the most interesting one for me personally it would also coincide with uh, mexican independence day weekend in september because we know Canelo's going to fight again in September because he's doing the May-September thing that Floyd Mayweather used to do. Except for Canelo Alvarez, it makes a little bit more sense. Cinco de Mayo weekend, Mexican Independence Day weekend. Yeah, if I, look, if I was a boxer, and I'm Puerto Rican, if I was a boxer, I'd be fighting uh, June every year, like June 10th, day before the Puerto Rican Day Parade, whenever the last Saturday is. Like, I would do that. Um, why is Josh Taylor and Teofimo Lopez having that spot this year as opposed to somebody else? I don't know, but Xander Zayas is on the undercard, so there's that um canelo alvarez uh the best matchup for me Chantel, david benavidez we talked about it on the show yeah. whether or not this can be competitive excuse me <clears throat> whether or not david benavidez could actually beat him whether or not his youth his size his power his strength his reach his speed could actually be problematic for canelo alvarez super middleweight that's the fight i want to see the most um dimitri bivol uh, I like heavyweight. I'm not very interested as super middleweight. I'm not interested either. Neither is Canelo Alvarez because he said earlier this week that if he fought at super middleweight, they would try to discredit his victory. Mm. People would talk shit and say, hey, he made Dimitri Bivol come down, whatever, whatever. And I think the dark horse fight here that I'd be interested in seeing is uh, Demetrius Andrade just because like has Demetrius Andrade fought an opponent that we care about at any point in his career. So it'd be nice to see him in a big fight. Um, and I don't blame fully Demetrius Andrade for that. Maybe it's promotional stuff or whoever's managing his career. I don't know. But I would like to see him fight in a meaningful fight. He's about 34, 35 years old. He hasn't to this point. So those are the three for me. Yeah, I think for Canelo, there definitely is a path. And you mentioned a couple of guys right there. The thing about Canelo Alvarez is that he wants to avenge that loss to Dimitri Bivol. And whether we like it or not, whether we want to see it or not, Canelo Alvarez is one of those guys that he's determined to do it. You know, because before then, he was trying to jump from weight class to weight class, could have been a four-weight class champion with that Dimitri Bivol win if he would have gotten it. But Bivol was just, I mean, stylistically in the matchup, when you take a look at their size, it's not a good fight for Canelo. And nope. that's exactly what we saw in the ring. I don't think that fight goes any differently, but at the same time, that's what Canelo wants. And I think he's going to try to avenge that loss. Now, the Benavidez fight is the most interesting fight to me. I mean, what we just saw him do to Caleb Plant, um, you know, I think that's a blockbuster fight. I think that's the fight that everybody wants to see and it would do the numbers. I yeah. think that's more of an exciting fight than seeing him have a rematch with, Dimitri Bivol. Now, here's the thing. I think Canelo, as he mentioned, he is interested in fighting Benavidez as well. But I don't think we get that fight during Mexican Independence Weekend. 
I don't, I don't think we do because I think he's so fixated on avenging that loss to Dimitri Bevel. So we're going to get that first. Here's my biggest question. If he loses again to Dimitri Bevel, which personally I'm a big Canelo fan, but I see that fight going the exact same way. So if he takes another L, what does that mean for Canelo's legacy? And to be honest with you, does then, does he go then and fight a guy like David Benavidez early next year? It's interesting because I, well, let me ask you this first. Well, no, because, I asked you a question. So you got to answer the question. No, no, no. But the, <laughs> well, you can't answer my question with a question. Fuck you. You know that first of all. <laughs> so answer the question. <laughs> What's your question? What was your question? You okay, remember? So if he has another loss to Dimitri Bevel, what does that say about his legacy? <laughs> and if he takes that loss, does he then go and fight Benavidez early next year? Okay, here's why I'm at, now I remember why I'm answering your question with a question. Let's say there's the element of, okay, maybe Dimitri Bevel actually caught him by surprise. Is there any world that you think the fight will go differently where he trains differently now that he's been in the ring with Dimitri Bevel? Canelo's obviously one of the smartest fighters that we've seen right. in recent years. Is he somebody who's going to adapt and be like, all right, I'm going to have to train differently. I'm going to have to find different partners, guys who use their length, reach, quickness, get in and out of range. Reach people does that at the highest of high levels, right? And this is why a lot of people think he would be Arthur Bedabiev too, who's the other best light heavyweight in the world, right? Um, myself, perhaps included. And do you think there's a world where that goes any differently the second time around for Canelo? Well, why don't you answer my question first, and then I can answer that question because <laughs> this is, I don't know why you're asking. I just asked you a question. So why don't you answer that question? You're a dick. Um, hey, man. I'm just I'm trying, I don't, to, host, I, I'm trying to host and you're messing up the vibe. I, <laughs> like, I don't think the fight goes much differently. I think Canelo Alvarez can make it closer, but – I don't see unless unless he just catches Dimitri Bivol, which I suppose is possible. But again, Dimitri Bivol is a master of range. Canelo Alvarez in the fight in the first fight wanted him to get in and fight, and he knew that's because he couldn't quite get to him <laughs> in the way that he thought was possible in the way that he wanted. Right? Um, couldn't quite close the distance there. And honestly, I think Canelo Alvarez, like I, you know, to be five nine and at light heavyweight, that shit is hard. You know what I mean? Like this yeah, shit it's, isn't. It's, it's a it's a bad matchup. It's a yeah. bad matchup for Canelo. It's yeah, I, and I, I think people would like be like, all right, he lost to Dimitri Bivol twice, but I think he's a big enough star where he could win people back if in the very next fight he fought a, a David Benavidez and actually beat him, and then people would just be like, ah, eh, you know what? Probably not a light heavyweight, but excellent every other weight class he's been in. Yeah, I don't. Sure. I don't see, <laughs> I'll answer your question now. I don't see that fight going any differently. However, I do believe in Canelo's process of trying to obviously get a victory. And I know he's going to work really hard at it. So I think the fight would be closer. I think we would see a different version of Canelo in that second fight. And I think that's what Canelo Alvarez is preparing for. But I still think Dimitri Bivol, the way that he moves around the ring and the way that he controls distance, it's going to make it difficult. So thank you yeah. for answering my question. I mean, yeah, I, I'm going to answer it, you know, after you answer mine, of course, because that's usually how hosting goes. Like, oh, you, ask, wow. you ask someone oh, a question, shit. you know, you ask someone a question, they usually answer it. And Listen, then, you know, both of us have TV experience up here, okay? Yeah. Even I'm, though you're, you're a little more of a traditional, uh, you know, person. People could look up where I've been. You know what I mean? So it's I'm fine. not knocking you your resume. No, I know that. I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to uh, pick at you right now. But um, yeah, it's I don't working. see that going a any differently. Here's the thing: I think Canelo Alvarez, if he was to not fight Dimitri Bivol, 
and say he fought David Benavides, which I think some people question sometimes Canelo's resume as well. Even though he sure. has a crazy resume, I mean, his two losses are Money Mayweather and now Dimitri Bivol. And depending on where you got Bivol, I mean, that's, come on, man. Like, he is the best in his weight class, arguably. But what I was going to say was, if he doesn't fight Dimitri Bivol, and then he fights David Benavidez and beats David Benavidez, going to make a lot of money in that fight, going to be a blockbuster fight. Canelo could, because there's already questions about him not being the same fighter he was 10 years ago. He could sail off into the sunset and be like, yo, I'm done. I've done everything that I wanted to do. However, hmm. there is a fight that I would really like to see Canelo fight. And that's against Jermel Charlo. I want to see oh. him against Jermel Charlo because there was always talk about whether or not Canelo ducked him. And I don't think Canelo ducks anybody, but why haven't you fought Jermel Charlo? So that's a fight I'd rather see. I'd rather see him fight David Benavides or fight a Charlo brother, specifically Jermel. Any Charlo, yeah, I would like to see that. But I don't... Neither of them have fought since 2021, <laughs> I believe, so... They're not the I, most active. Yeah, they haven't been the most active lately. And, you know, we want to see them fight because they're they're both just very fun fighters, but they haven't been active, and I don't get the sense that either of them are going to jump into the ring with Canelo first time back after two years off. Um, but Canelo Alvarez, for me, I think they're... they're Six realistic options. I was going through them. One is David Benavides, who we mentioned, WBC interim. Demetrius Andrade is number one according yeah. to WBO rankings as super middleweight. Um, and having just beaten John Ryder, John Ryder will obviously move down now uh, and move out of being interim champion. Uh, Dimitri Bivol, as we noted, because the rematch. Uh, David Morrell is a WBA regular champion. Would love to see that fight. I would love to see Canelo and David Morrell. I think that would be a massive fight. Don't think we get that fight yet. And <clears throat> I don't think we should because I think David Morrell, um, like he, you kind of have to build them up a little bit more as a star. I think the the co-feature spot was great yeah. with Javante uh, Davis, Ryan Garcia, but I don't think that that's something they're going to do with David Morrell next. Um, not yet. To try to not make yet. that pay-per-view. Uh, not yet. But in the future, you know, if Alvarez is still there. I think David Morrell could be a star, a star, superstar. Like yeah. he has the potential to be that. So yeah. I, you never I think know. It could, I, it could also be like a passing of the torch thing at one point, right? Like how we saw Money Mayweather when he fought Canelo. That was also kind of a passing of the torch a little bit early on. Still really. really early on. It was still really the torch early in front on. Of him and took it right back. I mean, here's the thing though. I mean, nobody I mean, some people had Canelo winning that fight, but I I mean I was rolling with Money Mayweather, obviously, right? But that was it just showed how much Canelo wanted to win and how he was able to fight Mayweather at that age. Like he was young during that time. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's also at the time where people are still trying to stick with that. Oh, cause Mayweather had that. Oh, so there's always that as well. So yeah, I don't knock Canelo for taking that fight with Mayweather and losing like it's money Mayweather. How was he? You know what I mean? He, I thought for the most part, he learned a lot from that fight. He was yep. a total different fighter after that fight. The other two realistic options, which are very, very, very unexciting in terms of name, are Christian Mbili from France, who's WBC number one, yeah. uh, but he wouldn't jump. David Benavides, who's WBC interim anyway, but just throw him out there. And then William Skull, who's the IBF number one uh, ranked contender. Neither of those, I think, are going to get this opportunity. Um, to me, David Benavides, David Benavides, David Benavides. Perhaps Demetrius Andrade could find his way there, but I doubt that. 
Um, it's David Benavides for me. And the dark horse candidate, actually, is Edgar Berlanga, who fights Jason Quigley in June uh, at the Madison Square Garden Theater on June 24th. June 24th uh, here in New York City. Uh, I'm hoping to be uh, covering that fight for us. But um, I don't think Edgar Berlanga is going to be ready for uh, Canelo Alvarez uh, within... That's apparently the path, though. But... Four months. Um, I, I think that that's something we probably see in 2024. Um, we'll see how Edgar Berlanga does against Jason Quigley, who's a, a tough contender, tough challenger. And uh, Edgar Berlanga... You know, he, 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 he's been dipping in his last couple of fights in terms of uh, how dominant he's actually been. So there's that. Yeah, and as the competition gets better, it's going to be interesting to see what Edgar Berlingo we get, but definitely some options there for Can Canelo Alvarez. For me, it's David Benavidez and uh, a Charlo brother. Whether you want Jermel or Jamal, I'd love to see him against Jermel. But yes, I'd like to see him fight a Charlo brother because I also want him to put those rumors to rest that he's stuck in one of those guys. So David Benavidez or a Charlo brother for me here at the mandatory. We want to know who you want to see Canelo fight next. Drop some comments below. Also, if you like the content, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. And thank you to everyone that's been rocking with the show. And uh, we're going to have some more content coming up for you this week. And by the way, make sure to connect with us on our own social media platforms as well. You'll see in the description, the ways that you can connect with us. Any final thoughts, Brian? If I can log back into my Twitter, you can follow uh, my Twitter account down here. Chantel's also over there. Um, people have been following your Instagram, so they can go find that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's not even like you're not even doing anything crazy, but like, no. you know, it's just, you know, dudes, dudes. Um, that's it. Canelo Alvarez won, beat John Ryder. Um, John Ryder could perhaps ride off into the sunset now, and uh, we'll see what Canelo Alvarez does in September. Make sure you rock with us because massive preview coming. Devin Haney, Vasily Lomachenko, undisputed lightweight championship. We're going to be all over that uh, a little bit from now, but we have uh, next week's content first. And uh, Yanni Beck, minus 6,000 favorites. Should be fun. Shout out to our guy, Jason Maloney. We had him on the show. He's going to be fighting on ESPN as well.